When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts. Or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com Goals24. That's Chime.com Goals24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Monty Khan. Welcome to Domain Masters. Sorry for the late start. We had to chase down uh, Rick Latona, who we'll have on in a couple minutes. Um, I'm here now, actually. Oh, hey, Rick. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I apologize about the phone number mess up. Hey, uh, hey, no problem. Uh, thought you maybe got blown away in the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> actually, my business partner, Paul, is stuck in New Orleans somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, unfortunately, uh, God, it's a terrible thing what happened to the folks in New Orleans, uh, and uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody. Uh, I've been exchanging emails with the folks at DirectNIC who have their home offices right down uh, downtown in New Orleans, and they're running generator power and just luckily got a hold of some more uh, diesel fuel. They were running out, and their whole data center was going to go down. So, Well, uh, I talked to Mike. He said they were running uh, up and down nine floors with cans of gasoline. Yeah, they were. They were. So uh, they seem to be okay for, uh, for the next um, 48 to 72 hours. Uh, so apparently. a question for you. How many Katrina-related domains got registered in Moniker in the last 48 hours? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually don't know. I, we haven't we haven't checked, but I'll tell you what that little storm uh, kicked our ass a little bit too. Um, it came in here last um, Thursday, um, and then uh, our power went out here at the office. You know, it was, it was this little tropical storm, and just was supposed to be a Category One coming in. So I sent my guys home uh, early on uh, Wednesday, and um, and 
FAMO. Our power goes out at home for you know at four o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, my wife is uh, like nine months and uh, ten weeks pregnant, so she's like overdue. <laughs> oh, wow. And my two little kids, so we burned up in our house all night because we couldn't go out of the house uh, and didn't get my power back until uh, Sunday night. Well, I'm sure you have a nice house. It couldn't have been too bad. Yeah, it was okay, except no fan, nothing. But um, but luckily, uh, we moved out to a hotel, and uh, my half my office staff had their electricity out for as long. And uh, there's still about 200,000 people here without power just from that storm. And and boy, it just killed uh, uh, you know the Panhandle. So anyway, uh, welcome uh, welcome to the show, and, uh, and I'm glad uh, glad we have you on. Um, I wanted uh, to give everybody uh, a little bit of background, or why don't you have uh, have yourself give yourself a background, uh, give the audience a background about how you got into this business. Uh, you have a lot of history in the internet business to begin with, and uh, you're an owner of 10,000 domain names, and uh, you're also responsible for starting uh, one of the most uh, widely viewed uh, shock sites on the internet, which is a pretty cool site if you can uh, if you can uh, fathom going there. Um, called Consumption Junction, and it's a pretty cool site. Um, but give us a little background about how you got in the business and, uh, you know, where you came from. Well, I got – well, before the Internet business, uh, I had a pawn shop, which kind of led towards Digipon, what we're going to talk about tonight. But um, what really got me into the domain business, actually, was I was in – like most early domainers, I was in the 800-number business. My father actually owned one 800 car loan where you could apply for a car with a touchdown phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, regardless of your past credit history. Oh, wow. You're right. A lot of people, the folks that started Nestor were in that. Of course, Rick Schwartz, uh, Webfather yeah, well, was, I mean, uh, got started we, with the 800 we were number business. thinking about vanity numbers, and and there was type-in traffic. Somebody would just type in 1-800, you know, blow me or something, and I'll, although that's only six letters, but you get the point. Yep. And uh, you would actually get phone calls that way. So... When the web first came out, it just made sense. I remember in 94, I told my sister I was going to register all these domain names, and she talked me out of it because she told me it was unethical that I needed to let the other people get the names that were going to develop them. My <laughs> attitude changed a year later when I realized that not everybody was a superstar open source ethical person like she was. Right, but, but anyway, I got into involved with Interland, which is a hosting company, and did that whole dot com thing. Flew around, raised venture capital uh, for most of the late nineties. That's pretty much what I was doing, and I, you know, would register domains here and there on the side. And we also had a lot of customers that would go bust, and I would buy their domains, buy their websites. Right. And once the bubble burst, I got involved with Consumption Junction. Uh, we are now called the Six Site Network. We have uh, quite a few sites, and we do about 5 million uniques a day. That's a, that's a lot of traffic. It is a lot of traffic. We're pretty proud of it. So uh, I, We totally dominate our one little sector that we're in. You know, we have a theory that people want to have sex, laugh, and watch things die, so we're kind of in the sexy and we're in violence business. Right, and then, uh, so there's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, people that go there for the shock treatment, obviously. And, uh, I mean, did, how, how did you come up with that idea? I'd love to tell you I came up with the idea. As a matter of fact, Mark Womack, who did come up with the idea, had started the site in 98, and he worked for me at Interland. I remember in 2000 he came uh, into my office and he asked me if I wanted to be his partner because Howard Stern was talking about the site and it was doing really well. And I told him to shut up and go back to his desk and sell hosting and do what I pay him to do. 
And about, I don't know, a week later, our CTO contacted me and he said, you know, Rick, we have 300,000 websites that we host and 20% of our bandwidth was done by one of our free employee hosting accounts uh, by your guy, Mark Womack. So I called Mark back in my office. I said, Master, I'm sorry about yelling at you. <laughs> so, so Consumption Junction, um, how, how, um, now how does it generate revenue from, um, just from all the traffic and you're doing ads? Uh, CPA, yeah, a lot of affiliate-based ads. Uh, we retail probably 50% of our traffic, and we run affiliate on the other half. We oh, retail everything we can, and we run affiliate on whatever's left, I guess. Now, um, just give us a little bit of background on dollars.com, too, because not only is that a great domain name, but uh, tell us a little bit about what dollars does. Well, dollars is no longer. Actually, right now it's a search engine. So uh, we can go into that if so we want So it's just driving traffic and... Um, yeah, I tried there. to do some grand business-to-business exchange thing, but that didn't really work out too well. Right, great. Well, now on to Digipon, and um, and why I think this is uh, was worth uh, having a show um, dedicated to it is because, um, you know, back in the old days, before there were banks and before there were lending institutions, people did trades, you know, to, to put values on items, you know, back in the, the days of the Indians and the Cowboys when they traded uh, with each other. Way and before that's kinda, those guys. that's kind of how pawn shops got to be um, back in the early days. And um, I see Digipon uh, for the domain name industry the first step for banks starting to loan money based off of domain-related assets. Yeah, uh, well, what Digipon is is a pawn shop for intellectual property. So we don't pawn anything we have to touch or put into a safe. And like you said, we're not a bank. Uh, we're just a pawn shop. That means we do short-term, high-interest loans. So the customers that come to us are people that need cash now, like real fast. And we've done, we've done loans for as little as $100 and as high as $100,000. And we have customers that have pond domains because they needed money to get out of a jam. And we also have domain brokers that will pond domains every single month because it doesn't matter to them what the interest rate is. If they can get the cash, buy another domain, flip it, make a profit, and then pay me back. Wow. And so um, when, what, what would give us an idea of, um, you know, how you go about qualifying uh, a, a domain name or a piece of – now, you're not only doing domain names, though. You're doing domain names and intellectual property. So what are some of the intellectual property examples that you are considering or have you done loans it's, against? It's easier in the adult space than it is in some of the other mainstream websites that are out there. But, you know, for example, in the adult space, well, we'll pawn entire content libraries, so the complete – copyright and trademark to not only the domain but to the graphical look of their website, the code, and more importantly, you know, if somebody has a thousand hours of original video, that has real liquid value. And that's the key word, is liquid value. That's what we're looking for uh, because, I mean, our business is very capital intensive. So we have to make sure that if somebody defaults, we can liquidate whatever it is. Liquidate that asset very quickly. Right, so we can put the cash back on the street to other people. Right, right. Now, um, when you so, get to the domain the, the domain side, um, tell us a little bit about how you go about evaluating um, um, a domain name. I mean, is it based off of traffic, uh, revenue? Do you do appraisals? What uh, t- Give us an idea of what you go through. Right, and that's probably the most common question that we get, and... You know, a lot of people are disappointed when they find out how much we'll we'll give, but again, it all comes down to that liquid value. And most of your listeners probably know that a domain that they have that they 
may think that is worth $100,000, if they had to sell it in the next 24 hours to, for whatever they could get for it, you know, it might end up being fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. So, a lot, you know, it's seventy percent gut instinct and thirty percent science. You know, I mean, the traffic matters, the bid amount on the key term matters, all those things matter. Brandability matters, uh, but more than anything, it's the liquid value that we're looking for. Right now, when you're when you're looking at um, all these different factors, um, so you know, assuming somebody needs money quick. Um, like you said, you know, you have to turn around, you know, turn around something in 24 hours and get a value for it. So, how quick are you turning around the valuations, and what kind of information are you requiring from the from the domain owner in order to give them uh, give the domain name to you to assess a value, and then for you to loan the money on it? Excellent question. What the way the pawn shop laws are written? Uh, you actually did you actually have to follow the pawn shop laws? Um, even yeah, though this is we, kind of virtual. Well, we wanted to. I mean. I'm involved, and I represent a lot of various offshore entities, as you can probably imagine. But when it came to Digipon, we wanted it to be a U.S. Georgia company that is falls under the guidelines of Georgia pawn shop laws, mainly because we wanted the customers to feel comfortable that if we did anything wrong, we are breaking U.S. laws. Right. So the way the U.S. laws are written, um, and in order to circumvent the usury laws, uh, you know, for the interest rate. Purposes. When you can you go good, into that a little bit? I mean, what gives a pawn shop the right to to to? I mean, give us a little bit of background. Well, let let me answer in the your question business. that you're trying to ask and the one you just asked. Okay. Um, when when you pawn a good, the pawn shop has to become the legal owner of the asset, and what the pawnee has is a right to purchase that asset back at the same price plus the interest rate. So in that in that way, the interest rates aren't the same as like the, the laws you would have on your maximum amount for your credit card. So what happens is when somebody pawns a domain, we become the registrant, mm-hmm. but we let them keep the DNS traffic so the revenue or the website remains unaffected. Oh, so, I see. So, so, so when even though you are the turn, owner, when it comes the, to the turnaround the... time, it's how quick I can take possession of the domain itself. I and see. as soon as I know that the domain is secure, that I can't give somebody money and then they take the domain back also, uh, then at that point we send the money. So if both parties are working on it, dedicated, paying attention to it, we can get it done in a couple hours. Oh wow! So and so that when you ask the questions like, okay, do you, do you have them provide proof of like revenue that's generated or traffic, or do you run some special tools in the back end and say, okay, besides looking up heat, you know, search? It all it all depends on how much they want. If they're asking for an amount that I feel is borderline or possibly more than what I feel is the wholesale value, then sometimes I'll ask for additional information. But, you know, usually, I mean, I mean, almost all of our customers pay us back. So usually the customer doesn't want to borrow what the domain is worth anyway because they don't want to have to be in debt that much. Right, right, right. And, yeah, obviously that's harder to pay back, and, uh, and it, puts, a, it puts, the, puts their property well, well at risk. Right. So, so a, a typical loan is what a thirty-day period, or they they actually go beyond days, the thirty-day period. But they can renew it as often as they want, as long as they pay just the interest. I see, I see. And then, what's the rules on default? Like, if it's one missed payment, I mean, what kind of flexibility do you give? Is well, like... we're I mean, we're in this. We actually, I had originally started this deck to try to get domains cheap, but um, now that I've been doing it for a year. Nobody defaults, and so our entire business model is much more about the interest at this point. And you know, if some, we almost always 
let somebody pay us a couple of days late as long as they let us know about it. I mean, we're not... We don't, we, don't the, the uh, we don't put the, the screws the, in people. The we want, we want over people to, to keep running stuff. Out we want to get a name out there. <laughs> You're not going to bust out some knees if they don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how big is this market now? I mean, um, you know, well, what, that's, how that's are you seeing it grow? Problem, how big is, is it? What's, uh, what's your thoughts and feelings around that? Well, that's, that's the biggest problem. I mean, for us, we, I mean, I, I, I'm the loan officer on all these names myself, and I have no staff. The site's coded. Everything's done. Actually, I have one person that works on it, but they work in the Philippines. They don't cost me much. So we don't have to have millions of dollars loaned out in order to be profitable. Our, our biggest challenge right now is finding people to loan money to. So we're looking at expanding into and, and pushing into as many types of intellectual property as we can. Right, and also you're partnering up with, uh, you know, like, we're, uh, by the way, Moniker is uh, is going to be offering your products, your product and service on our site because we think it's a valid uh, a valid service and it can help people that are in need of money. And um, it's the again, I believe it's the first step in in truly giving a um, a true asset definition to the to the domain name um, through loaning money. Even though it's not a bank, it's still the first step. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's that's the whole thing, and we we, we don't know how big the market is yet. But I know that a lot of your listeners are probably curious about it. It's a common question I get asked. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I have more money than I have customers. Okay. Well, hopefully after this show you'll have some more customers. Yeah, I hope so. Um, now, you, you mentioned something that was very interesting because usually in the case of a pawn shop, you're actually physically taking the property in and you're holding it there. Now, you're allowing the domain owner to still monetize their domain traffic even though you become the registrant. Well, I imagine I imagine that Catch America would let you use the DVD player after you left it there if it was possible. So, I mean, the main the main thing is that we have to become the legal owner of it. And but yeah, I mean, I guess, a lot I guess of, you want to make it so it's possible for the domain owner to pay their loan back. So you want them to generate their revenue. Sure. In well, no, end, that, on the other end, uh, you could that, say, we hey, you know, you're that active websites, you know, so it, you you kind of put the guy out of business if you. If you take his money too, yeah, yeah. You take his, uh, his 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 generation of, uh, of of cash flow. Yep. Right. So, um, how many of these have you done so far? Now you've been doing this for for a year, like kind of like on the side, and then I, I remember when we spoke at Traffic West. You know, you're just uh, you're getting ready to launch this thing. So, um, so, tell me a little bit about the evolution of it. Well, we actually started it in. I came up with the idea about five years ago. Just didn't act on it. Um, started it probably in November, and we are picking up steam every single month. Um, you know, I think when I talked to you, at that was West, um, we were at, we had just finished our affiliate program, and we were ready to start more of a broad marketing campaign and partnerships with registrars and stuff like that. Right. So it's been one of those. Every month we just keep pushing a little further, keep pushing a little further. I mean, we loan out. Our, the amount of money we have out on the street loaned out increases by about 40% a month since November. So. How much do you have out on the street right now? I'd love to answer that question, but I can't. Okay. Um, okay. And so so if that's consistent, that sounds like a pretty good business model. So there is a big market for it. Well, we are – our assets are growing by 40% a month. It's – we keep – we're getting more and more customers, and we're, we're growing it, you know. Right, right. Well, that's great. Um, well, again, we're um, we're going to be offering uh, the DigiPon um, service on Moniker. And what what other registrars have you signed up, or have you signed up any other registrars, or we're going to be the first one? We are going to figure this out with Moniker first. Okay, great. 
Great. So we're going we're gonna to knock the cover off the ball first, and then it'll be offered to some of the other registrars in the community. Yeah. Um, now, as a domain owner, now you own 10,000 domain names. That's right. But um, mainly because, um, I mean, if, if anybody has a portfolio they want to sell, my email address is rickadollars.com. But I kind of approach the domain industry uh, a little different than some other people. I mean, I, I, the pawn business is one half of my approach, and the other half of my approach is kind of like, you know, my father, when I grew up, he would buy huge pieces of land, and he would cut them up and divide them into parcels, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I probably, every two or three months, I'll buy a portfolio with 500, 600 names in it. And you know, I, I see might, you, I you might transacted a, um, you did a transaction with a couple of our customers or one of our customers just yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was a single domain per- purchase because I had a purpose for it. Right. Um, but no, I I buy all the time. Um, I'm not like I'm not limited to just the cash that I earn from the domains. I have you know a lot of other income streams. So you know, even though I've been registering domains for ten years now, I spend a lot more money and buy get a lot more domains now than I ever have. Right, and and your main um, your main goal of I mean what I like to do in these on these shows and these interviews is help domainers out to be better business people because it helps advance the whole the whole industry. So I like people to well the best advice I can give to them is to have a strategy. Like I said, my my particular strategy is to buy large portfolios and then sell off as many domains as I can to recoup my investment and then retain a piece of them. Uh, for the ongoing revenue and then repeat. Now, it requires a little more cash than some other approaches you can have, but at least it is a defined approach. Right. It's no different than the real-world real estate business. I mean, you're either doing homes or you're doing commercial real estate. You, you know, you're either you flipping pick, or you're renting. You pick a neighborhood. You build relationships. I mean, you, you specialize. So and that's real important in this business. Right now, what's uh, what what are some of the what's the most valuable domain name or what's the the best domain name that you think that you own? Or would you say that you own? That's a tough one because I mean, or I mean give us, give my, us the name top, of my domain give us a company top, uh, is you know, com, and I've always just loved that domain. I just I like the way it sounds, but it's not anywhere near the best I have is when it comes to revenue or value. Which which, which name did you say? Uh, A E L U the vowels. I mean, so oh. like, I think most people that own large portfolios have names that they just have a personal attachment to. Right. You know, like you know, you just whenever you see them on your list, you're like, oh, I love that name. Um, but, uh, I mean, clearly, like, I have a lot of, a lot of financial domains, you know, like dollars.com, forexmarks.com. Yeah, I mean, I'd say dollars.com is a great name. Yeah, stockprice.com. I used to have Spanish.com. I sold it last year for 250000 I think I, I sold it way too cheap. Right. You sold it to, uh, Chris Chenna, right? I sold it to, uh, Don, or Kevin Ham. Kevin Ham. Oh, well, from, uh, from, um, Hit Farm. Right. Those guys. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so you sold Spanish.com. And then, um, so you so you have some pretty valuable names. And then, we, what's the most money that you've paid for a domain name or portfolio of domain names? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I would say a hundred forty thousand dollars is the most I've ever paid for a portfolio. Uh, but as far as a, a single name, see, I've bought a lot of active websites too. I mean, I bought steakandcheese.com. I paid I paid three hundred fifty thousand for it, but it was also I mean, it was a full blown website. Right. Um, I mean, I just bought offshoring.com this morning for thirty grand. Wow, um, through through drop services, or you you approach the, the owner? from an individual? From an individual. I mean, I see. I I, I find myself doing twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar transactions on a regular basis now that I never would have even dreamed of doing a year ago. But as you and your listeners know, 
it's a hell of a lot easier to monetize on these names now. Right. And offshoring.com I had a particular interest in because... Well, well you're in the, spend, your, your other side of your business is offshore. Right. Well, I mean, I spend 20% of my time on Digipon, probably 20% of my time on Six Site Network, but I spend 60% of my time on iWebmasters. Right. Now, uh, t- tell us a little bit about iWebmasters because that's an interesting uh, model as well. And it's interesting might be interested and it's in perfect that. for domainers because a lot of domainers, you know, they're working in their basement. They don't want to have an office to go to or staff to deal with. But what iWebmasters.com is, it's not outsourcing. We don't deal with, we don't bid on projects. We don't argue about background colors or due dates. It's offshore staff leasing. So, for example, if somebody wants a full-time 40-hour-a-week graphic designer that will work on their same time schedule and that speaks English, I can lease that person to them for $795 a month. And that individual works in the Philippines but reports directly to the client. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so we have uh, 600 people leased out so far, uh, and uh, quite a quite a lot of domainers are clients of ours. How um, how's it? Uh, well, obviously, um, I mean, tell us about why you picked the Philippines and the talent there. That's another excellent question. I had actually, I've spent you know millions of dollars in three years trying to trying to figure out my offshore strategy. I mean, I've I had an office in Panama for a while. I went and visited Russia and India and Argentina and just flew all over the world and had tons of meetings and opened up companies, shut companies down. And what had happened about a year ago, I invested in an animation studio in Manila. And I flew out there to check on it, and I didn't like the studio, so I shut the studio down. But I love the Philippines, and I moved everything over there because it's easy to do business. It's easy to communicate with people. There are... 12 million people in the greater Manila area. So, so you have a lot, lot, of to, lot to choose from. A lot of talent, exactly. Now, it's not something I would recommend to anybody that has less than 100 employees because just the flights back and forth and trying to manage it is very hard to do. You know, but when you start having 500... Yeah, that's not, that's not like, not like a close place to go. No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's a full-day it trip back, smack, you know. It is smack the other side of the world. You couldn't get any further. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing, though. I mean, if you want to... You want to save a lot of money. You've got to get as far from the United States as you can. <laughs> That's the truth, huh? Yeah, because you know, even when I was in Panama, things were cheap. But I mean, the Philippines makes Panama look like the most expensive place on earth. And and there's isn't there a little bit of unrest going on in Panama right now? I mean, oh, in, uh, the so, Philippines I mean, it's a little bit. From the, there's the president going uh, off. There's, there's last year there were 20 typhoons, 10 earthquakes, and like six terrorist attacks and like four volcano explosions. <laughs> it's dirty, it's nasty, but it's cheap and and it's a place, you know, where if you got the guts to go there you can get a lot done. And and the infrastructure is solid and sound, I guess, and uh, it is. And they it's got the, good I mean, development. It's the call center capital of the world. Um I just launched a new product actually, call center staff leasing dot com. Um I mean there's when you're in Makati the neighborhood that our office is in, I mean all the signs you see on the buildings are IBM, Dell, Hewlett Packard Microsoft, et cetera. Right, right. And how often do you have to fly back and forth? Well, I probably make four or five trips a year, but when I go, I go for, you know, three weeks or so. Right. But it's great because, you know, I have, because it's cheap enough there, I can have a full infrastructure. What I mean by full infrastructure is I got a CTO, a CIO, a CFO, a COO. You know, everybody has assistants, there are security guards. So when you go, you sit there with in front of a whiteboard with a projector. You have big budget meetings, big goal setting meetings, and you make sure everybody's on the right page. Then you leave, and then you come back in three months. Wow! Well, so you great. to have that same infrastructure in the, uh, in the states, you'd be looking at a two million dollar a month payroll. 
Right, and, you, and you're doing that for how, how, what kind of payroll are you doing? Uh, 10% or less. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. And so you have, how many clients um, do you have using, using the service? Um, we have probably just over 100 clients. And, um, and you have plenty of room to grow on and, that? Yeah, yeah, we have plenty of room to grow. I, this also, we started this in January. And um, our average client has uh, four and a half people leased from us. Geez, that's that's incredible. So you got your hands in uh, in, a, in a few pies here, and, and you know the the most interesting thing about you is that uh, um, is that you're innovative. You have you're acting on your ideas and uh, and your intuition and some of the things that you thought about years ago, and and now you're saying you know like like you just said, uh, hey, you know I thought about that five years ago, I just never did it. And, well, you know what's funny is. Is that's the the problem with being innovative? Is you end up getting your ass kicked a lot of times. Like the animation studio uh, and Dollars.com, which you brought up earlier. You know, I mean, there's been lots of failures. Um, but what I've learned in life is, is that when you come up with an idea, one, think about it for a long time because if you cause you you can pick apart your own ideas over a period of time, and if it still seems like a good idea after a year of of picking it apart in your own mind. And the next thing is, is it big time enough? You know, is, does it have enough upside potential? And if you know, if it passes all those stages, then it might, you might should really think about doing it. Right, right. So where do you going back to getting back to the domain name side of thing? You're obviously investing into the domain name portfolios that you have, and you have you've built up quite a portfolio now of ten thousand some odd names. Where do you see this business going? Um, you know, in the next uh, one year and five years out, where, where do you see the future um, uh, for the domain business? Well, you know, when I, I'm a lot more confident now than I ever have been, uh, you know, it's if I would have, I kicked myself in the butt because I knew in the early 90s that domains would be worth a lot. and But at the same time, for the last 10 years, I've been doing all these other businesses. Had I concentrated 100% on domains, I'd be worth 10 times what I'm worth now. Um, but, you know, in the late 90s, though, there was always a concern that, Domains could be taken from you that, uh, that that you never really owned them, and that you got them from these registrars. And when I mean, I used to go to the ICANN meetings. Like I went to Singapore in the very first ICANN meeting, and and you just you never really. I mean, it, you would be afraid to really invest too much money in them. Right, because it, it was always presented as a subscription, and you never had title or right. Yeah, you just you just never knew what would happen. Right, and um, it, it was just much riskier. Plus, there was never. A steady revenue model, like like there were there weren't parking services that made it easy to to make money on the domain until you got around to developing it or selling it or something like that. Um, but you know, I think a lot of a lot of comments that uh, that you read on the boards these days by people like Rick Schwartz and everything make a lot of sense. You know that that as as uh, as on a more local and geo-targeted level, people are paying for clicks, then the average PPC revenue is going to increase. Um, right. So, the, so you believe in, like, the, I mean, Martex obviously stepped out on the, on the major limb there and said, hey, I'm, I'm putting down a bunch of money on a portfolio. I'm going to throw a big net over a whole bunch of good names right now to get my jump start. Well, I kind of do the same thing with buying large portfolios, but I have a different approach to it. I mean, for me, it's much more of a finance issue. It's, 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 I look at a list, and I have a calculator in my hand. Uh, I look at which names I could spin off, which names I can keep to generate revenue, and which names I'll hold to try to sell at a later date. Um, and so it's all about 
how much money I got to lay out now at the end of one year, how much money do I still have into it, uh, and then and then what's the long term potential? So right. And so, um, but you you do believe that Marchex made a good purchase decision when they um, when they uh, when they took took that ultimate search inventory out. Well, I never saw the list, so it's kind of hard to say. Well, we managed the list, and it's kick ass. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I don't, I don't doubt that. It, I'm sure, I'm sure it is kick ass. I mean, but see, like I, I actually sell domains, you know. Um, Right, and I mean, that's good I, because you I, take, you, I, like you I, said, you take money off the table, and you're ready. To, you're re, you makes it makes it available for you to reinvest into more property. Well, I mean, I don't see why there's a lot of demanders that won't sell a domain for even thirty times one year's revenue, and that doesn't make any sense to me if you can buy them for ten times one year's revenue. So why not sell the damn domain and buy three more? Um, it, to to be emotionally attached to any asset is just wrong. It's just it's not the right way to do business. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's um, that's a that's a good point. I mean, some you know, some people just won't sell them and believe that there's still a large upside. But every day that goes by, there's more and more risk. Uh, you well, know, I mean, holding. I guess, I guess, I mean, not selling them only makes sense if you have unlimited capital, you know. But if 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 I mean myself, I have faith in my ability to find deals and negotiate deals. So um, I'm never afraid to sell something at a profit because I know I'm going to put that money right back into something else that I'm going to profit on. So what's the big deal? It's called it's called realized gains. Right, right, right. Definitely. And so, what you are you planning on keep? Uh, do you keep? Um, you're you're just going to keep investing in your portfolio. Where do you see your portfolio growing and expanding over the next year? How, how big is it? How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't? No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I I buy and sell domains. And I how big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't? No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I I buy and sell domains. And I how big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't? No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I I buy and sell domains. And I. How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale, and um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale, and um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I I buy and sell domains, and I shit screw them. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I hire I hire and feed two people that need a job more for every one American that loses a job, and it's not my responsibility. Right. Well, I guess that's one way and, to look at it. Plus, can, plus, plus, you're helping your American clients. Um, I'm helping you know, American clients. The government's collecting more taxes. There's nothing that can stop globalization. And you know, why not? Why not put yourself in the middle of it? What I'm doing is a lot less unethical than the guys that have typos at Consumption Junction. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. 
Yes, you're right. Well, you know, there's there, you know, there's some that feel that you know any any offshore uh, labor is you know a detriment to the United States, especially in today's economy and all that stuff. But you know, you have to do what's economical and what's in the best business interests uh, for your own business. What I do is what I need to do to make that guy happy. You know, um, you know, I I I I feed a lot of people. I have a tremendous amount of employees, and they have large families. I mean, if if you counted all their extended families and everybody that worked for me, I probably am putting food on the table for what three thousand people. Should I feel guilty? Yeah, I guess not. No, you're 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 definitely uh, you're definitely supporting uh, a lot of people. That's for sure. Yeah, and you're definitely touching on a subject I'm emotional about. So yeah, I, I can tell. Get pretty passionate about it if you want. <laughs> I can tell. But you know, hey, um, it, it's better that you speak speak it how you feel. You know, you, you definitely lay it on the table. That's how I am. Um, there's no there's no well, bullshitting. My, my, you, you, my, you, you stick. You, you, at least you know where you stand, and uh, people have to respect that. Regardless well, you know, of my number one purpose in life is to become a force in the offshore uh, outsourcing industry. So it's more important to me than domains, Digipon, everything. Wow. All right. Well, great. Well, um, any other um, any other tips and tricks that you can help with uh, you help out with with the listening audience for their domain portfolios or anything else that has to do from um, you know you, you obviously learned a lot of lessons being a number of businesses like you said it kicked your ass a bunch of times and you learned from it um, you know what are some of the what are the, some of the main things that you can help people um, be successful in their own businesses? Well, when it comes to domains, like I said, uh, you gotta you gotta have some sort of purpose, some sort of strategy. You know, if you can. Buy a lot of domains about one subject, then you can end up with a lot of traffic about one subject to sell to somebody that might want to buy it all. Um, and, you know, rather than having, you know, a bunch of bunch of names that don't mean anything together as, as a whole. Um, and you know, to have a strategy and stick to the strategy, not right. just blindly buy domains. And I also think it's a mistake to hold them forever. Right. You should you should definitely sell, peel some money off the table. Yeah. What about from a business standpoint in general? Just because you 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 have both offshore and onshore businesses, um, give us a little bit of a, an idea of what's made you successful in that, and and what people should focus in on. Well, I think my my number one philosophy in life is that if you if you want to be a big timer, then get out of your chair and go be one. You know, so if it sounds ballsy to fly around the world, set up a bunch of companies, and hire people in third world countries, then that's probably the kind of thing you should be doing. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, for anybody that's uh, interested in visiting um, Rick Latona's uh, uh, suite of companies, uh, iWebmasters.com, is that correct? iWebmasters.com. Uh, iWebmasters.com is the offshore um, uh, leasing, um, a staffing uh, company. Digipawn is the uh, first domain uh, pawn shop on the web where people can actually get some money for, uh, for their domain names on short-term loan basis. And, of course, uh, the great shock site, uh, ConsumptionJunction.com. Or, or, or the SixSiteNetwork.com will show you. All those free sites. All right, the six site network.com. Um, right. So there's there's other uh, sites then, I guess, that are part right. of that whole suite. And we also I also have a lot of names. Names I probably got about fifteen hundred names of mine for sale on Digipon if somebody wants to check out the store. All right, cool. And if you have any portfolios that anybody's interested in selling, um, uh, definitely contact uh, Rick at Rick at dollars.com. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, cool. Well, Rick, I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, I'm glad we were able to hook up, and I look forward to offering uh, Digipon on Moniker.com and helping uh, our domainers uh, at least uh, have the ability to earn some money and or get some money uh, loaned to them on uh, based off their domain name values. Thanks for having me, Monty. Hey, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, again, I want to thank uh, Rick Latona for uh, being on the show, and uh, it was great we finally got a hold of him. And I posted uh, the websites up on the, up on the website.
I mean, up in the chat room. And, um, of course, you can uh, listen to the show again uh, on uh, moniker.com. I have it uh, archived. We'll also have it transcribed in a few weeks as well. I think um, I think Mark, our producer, got uh, last week's show up. A lot of people were asking about that. We had uh, Dan uh, Pelcrino, uh, uh, Pelcrino um, on the on the on the show last week, uh, who owns um, uh, Dallas.com and San Antonio.com and uh, a bunch of big city names, uh, San Francisco.com, Los Angeles.com. So it was a great show as well. And again, um, uh, our thoughts and prayers to everyone that's in um, the hurricane zone, uh, particularly uh, those that are in uh, New Orleans and uh, the Mississippi and Alabama uh, areas that got hit. It's a, it's a shame. If anybody can um, help those folks out, please do so. We're trying to extend some hands out to the people that are related in our business and uh, and, and make sure that everybody's uh, at least healthy and and, uh, and you know healthy and alive. Uh, next week, uh, join me again. Um, well, actually, we might have to run a rerun next week because uh, your host here is uh, about to have a baby. Uh, my wife, as I mentioned a couple times, uh, uh, is due on Tuesday. And uh, if she doesn't have the baby this weekend, which she might, uh, uh, we're going to be in the hospital probably on Wednesday. So we're going to have to run a rerun, I think, on Wednesday, unless she has it like tomorrow and I can get back to the uh, back to the studio or back to my office in time. So uh, we'll see what we're going to re- rerun and, um, and um, you know, see if we can have a live show or not. But I, maybe I can do it from the labor and delivery room. That would be interesting. So, again, uh, please um, give me some feedback on what you want to hear for the next shows to come. Uh, email me at monty at moniker.com. That's M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. Um, hit me up in the chat. I'm on all the uh, main forums as well. Um, so you can uh, get me there and give me some feedback. And uh, I hope to, uh, if I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Be the master of your domain. Take care. How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I... How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale, and um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale, and um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, how big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't? No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, how big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't? No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I. How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't no, matter? No, not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, 
I, I buy and sell domains. And I, How big is it going to get? Do you have a target set on the number of domain names you own, or that doesn't No, matter? not at all. I mean, every name I have is for sale. And um, I, I buy and sell domains. And I With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money. 